It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Roxo Media House. Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers Baseball Podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Today Baseball Podcast. This is episode number 76. Wow. And today joining us is Texas Rangers first baseman, Nathaniel Lowe. And this is our spring training edition brought to you by Premier Properties. Premier Properties is a full-service real estate company. So if you're looking to buy, sell, lease, or rent, or if you need property management, they do all of that. They do my properties. Premier Properties has been in business for over 30 years. If you want to get a hold of them, you can DM me or you can call them at 972-298-4000. That's 972-298-4000. Or just go to the website. It describes everything they do at SWDallasRealty.com. That's SW, like Southwest, DallasRealty.com. Jeff, you are back in Arizona. What's up? Well, um, you know, it's it's a, it's a night game tonight. It's Thursday. Um it didn't rain, which is remarkable for for <laughs> apparently this week. Um, but you know, it's we're down to the last three days of camp, and um, um, it's time to make some decisions. It's time for guys to get healthy. Got some injuries that have crept up. So um, anyway, it's uh, it's it's time to go. You know, it's time to it's time to get get home and get the season started. Okay, camp break Saturday. Um, care to care to? Are you going to do another roster prediction? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I might. I mean, <clears throat> I might not. I mean, that's kind of like shooting the layup at this point. But I don't know that a lot has changed. You know, in, in the last week, um, you know, Cole Reagans is, is pitching tonight. I think he has an opportunity uh, to to make this team. Uh, he's, he's pitched really well. Uh, there's some medical things that have to be cleared up uh, before uh, the roster can be set. So that may be what what causes this thing to to trickle into next week until after those exhibition games, you know, the, the Rangers play Monday and Tuesday night at, at uh, Globe Life Field and um, have the day off, then the opener on the 30th and then a day off. So <laughs> lots of days off. Um, and then those, those off days probably factor into how they're going to shape their rotation too. But I think sure. at this point they have an idea what they want to do. Um, they haven't made an announcement. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens on Friday. So by the time this Show is live. We should know who the opening day starter is. I think the two choices are are Martin Perez and, and Jacob Degrom. And um, you know Degrom, yeah. the big signing, the best pitcher in baseball uh, when he's healthy. Uh, but Martin Perez did a lot for this team last year. And traditionally, the Rangers, and not just the Rangers, but teams everywhere, um, re- reward the pitcher who had the best season for them the previous year if he's back. And Martin's back, so but we'll see. He is back. Did you see him? He's been out there. Yeah, he's he's here. He's pitching in a minor league game. He told us yesterday it was tonight, but he's going out right now to warm up. So he's uh he's pitching in a 
minor league game this afternoon. And uh, anyway, whatever. He's he's uh, happy. You know, he enjoyed his World Baseball Classic experience, even though it didn't end well for him uh, with that uh, short start. But he he says that the short start hasn't affected his readiness for the season. So uh, right. we'll see what happens today. That's good. And you know, so you know, this is a, an interesting thing with with roster with roster decisions looming. Let's do a couple of things. First, let's go into who do we think is going to start on the IL? Uh, who are some guys we think probably doesn't look like they're Odorizzi's one, I believe. Uh, yeah, Jake Odorizzi will be on the injured list. Leody uh, also. Appears as if you know Spencer Howard, who hasn't pitched since March first, will be on the injured list. Um, Glenn Otto, who who was scratched during warmups the other day, he hasn't pitched since then. Uh, with a, a side issue, uh, that that's a that's that's a big one um, in terms of figuring out who who will be a bullpen candidate or candidates are, and then Leody Tavares who is swinging right-handed again, so he's swinging from both sides. The question is just if there's enough time for him to get ready. It's for, more about him getting at bats, getting enough at bats uh, for for the season, and they're they're are avenues to get him there. You know, he doesn't have to break camp with the team Saturday. He can stay here and hit in minor league games. Um, he can bat first every inning, you know, of, of, of whatever game is happening that, <laughs> that um, at that time, you know, there's usually two going on simultaneously. He could go bat from one, he could go from one field and then go bat in the other field. Yeah. Right. It, it's, it's just the way that it, that it works. And, you know, do you want a guy to get 20 at bats in a day? I mean, that's a realistic number. He could get, he could do that, but right. do you want him to do that if he's coming off of injury? You know, so it just depends on how fast they want to roll him out. My feeling is that he probably does start on the, the injured list. I think the Rangers have been conservative with injuries this spring. I think that carries over into the season. If he misses a week of April, that's better than him getting hurt again sure. and missing six weeks. Let's say so. Um, We're starting out horrible because those are the four guys who are dealing with stuff. Yeah, and and you don't want him to come up and with not being prepared and not having enough at bats and get off to a poor start just from a timing issue or something to that effect. Even though he's healthy, get him down there, let him go to AAA and just you know go play the minor league games, get your abs, get ready. We know what he can do when he gets up here, or we at least we think we know what he can do. You know, this begs the question though: there are some guys that are here on a minor league deal that have a chance a little chance to make this team, uh, especially on the player side. I mean, on the uh, defensive and fielding and hitting side of it. Um, yeah. Any of those guys going to, or, or, you know, look at someone like Danny Duffy or, well, he's going to be on the IL, but um, he's injured too. And he's, he's, he's on a minor league deal, but uh, Kennedy, is he going to make the team? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I'm kind of hung up on. You know, I, I think that um, the Rangers like the idea of, of, a veteran. That's why they got Will Smith. I think they like the idea of multiple veterans, as Ian Kennedy is. Um, you know, and they're they're not sure who's who's going to close out games yet. And you know, if you looked at their game Wednesday in the White Sox, which was played in a remarkable hour and fifty four minutes, um, Jonathan Hernandez, Will Smith, and Jose Leclerc were the final three pitchers. Um, you can see that on opening day very easily. Uh, I think you can see that in any order, though. At, at some point during the season. Uh, and, and, you know, do you want another veteran arm? And Ian Kennedy has, has improved throughout the spring. I mean, he's a veteran. He knows 
just how he goes about it. That's why you don't look at spring results early. The, the one thing that's hampering him is he, he's not on the 40-man roster. Um, but, you know, the Rangers are going to have a decision to make with Josh Spores, who's out of options, has not has not pitched well this spring, um, unfortunately for him. You know, to, to he can't go to the minor leagues because he's out of options, so they would have to designate him for assignment. That creates your 40-man spot. Um, it just, you know, how many 40-man spots are they going to need? Clint Frazier's played well. You know, does, does Clint Frazier uh, get a spot? And, and let's say it comes down to him or Ezekiel Duran. Um, does it, do, you, do the Rangers want Duran getting at-bats every day? Um, you know, Clint Frazier's been a part-time player before. He understands how to, how to stay sharp, how to sit, how to, you know, get by with limited at-bats per week. I'm not sure that, that Ezekiel Duran knows how to do that yet, and I don't think the Rangers want to do that with him yet. So that's a decision. Travis Jankowski is another guy. Um, hasn't, hasn't had a great spring, but with center field, with Tavares uh, potentially banged up, he's an option too. So um, those are probably, I don't know how many I named. I think I named three. I think those are the three guys, Kennedy, Fraser, Jankowski, who have a chance at the opening of the roster. Okay, with that comes the even tougher question. Um, there's some guys that probably have a little tingle on the back of their neck or hear someone breathing uh, hot air on the back of their neck because they're candidates to maybe get DFA'd and, and, uh, and taking off the 40-man roster. Who are some candidates there? And I'll name one because I kind of think he's played um, 40-man jujitsu and how he's stayed on so far. I think first and foremost is Spores the guy that's the – is he is he at the bottom of that list? Yeah, I think I think that's uh, I think he's in trouble um, as far as you know. He made he made clear waivers. He's got a big arm. He just hasn't thrown enough strikes. Someone will get him if he doesn't clear waivers and he doesn't sign back here. He'll someone will take him into AAA. Well, right, right. I mean, well, he. I don't think he 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 would have to accept the Rangers outright assignment. He's this is, this is his first time being uh, placed on waivers and clearing, so he would have to accept the assignment to, to triple a, um, uh, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure where, um, if, if, you know, where Brad Miller is right now, he, I, you know, he's, he's played, uh, he, he struggled a little bit at the plate. He does have a couple homers or at least one. Uh, he, he's been limited out of left field because of a little nagging injury he played first base yesterday. There's been talking about him playing some third base, um, as, as good a guy as he is, um, you know, the, the reality of it is the Rangers might have better options. Um, but again, they're, <clears throat> I think they're paying him four or five million dollars this year. That's a tough pill to swallow. And he is a guy who was injured last year. They don't, the Rangers don't think they saw the player they thought they were getting. So they, they may still give him that chance. You know, he is a veteran and a good guy, understands again how to play as a bench player. There are at bats uh, available at designated hitter form. Um, Coming off for a pitch hit, it's it's just uh, you know honestly, if we're being honest, I, I think his name would come up in the conversation. What about uh, what about King? <clears throat> I'm not I'm not sure. He's not out of options. I don't believe is he. I I don't know, but I I think he's I think he's okay. I don't know that he makes the team. Um, I don't think he's had a bad spring. I don't think he's had a particularly good spring. You know, I, 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 
I just think he's that, got options. He's more attractive. Yeah. Well, I just think when you look at the bullpen and then the needs that the team has. Okay, you're gonna have LeClark, yes, Will Smith, yes, Jonathan Hernandez. All right, there's there's three. You're gonna have Taylor Hearn and Brock Burke. That's five. Right. Um, <clears throat> how many how many multi inning guys do you want? You know, exactly. you, you're thinking. I mean, in addition to, to Burke and and Hearn, you know, do you want a Reagans and a Dunning? All right? right. So that's that's seven. So you know, do you take Ian Kennedy? That's eight. You know, there, there's a, it, it's a, it's a tough spot. Yeah. I'm not saying King's not a candidate because he is, um, but because he can pitch multiple innings and he's done it before. Um, is it, you know, so it could be King, Dunning, and Reagans who are uh, the, the guys in the mix for, for the, that last, last spot or two. Well, is there anybody that's, that we talked about earlier that's a, a candidate to, to go on the 60 man DIL and that way, that would open a spot too, or are most of them they're not that far off? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I don't I don't see any sixty days out there. Um, the Odorizzi thing, it, it's and and I guess it would be Howard too with this arm fatigue. It's it, it's hard to pin, pin down when a guy can get through it to the point where he feels like he can participate, right. you know, and, and not be a liability. And I mean, it's been all spring for Odorizzi and. Uh, you know, we're we're a, a more than a month in, and he's he's not he's not close from from what it sounds like. Right. So I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't see a sixty day guy out there to open up a spot. But um, yeah, you're gonna have to make a hard decision potentially. Yeah, there's some there's some tough ones coming. Um, and with uh, barring a trade, um, you know, uh, there there's some tough ones coming because that that would be um that could potentially clear some spots maybe if you could pick up some decent minor i mean it would have to be for probably someone uh that's expendable here that could fill a spot on a team and and bring back somebody who's not on a 40 man yet that you know a good prospect in return uh but i just don't know i mean man this is where i would i would struggle being the president or general manager or the manager sitting down and trying to make these final cuts especially on a team like this where it looks like they're going to be competitive, it looks like that they they really have a shot to 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 be at least be in this thing for most of the season, and with everything falling the right way, could could very well be a wild card contender. Um, that's what makes this thing tough. Well, I mean, you bring up a good point. They the Rangers are in you know they keep saying they're in win win mode. Yep. This isn't like the last couple of years where you're you're trying to find spot for prospects and do what's best for them and their development. I mean, it's the Rangers want the best twenty six players. Exactly. They're they're okay taking guys who've been in the major leagues before, and and even though they might still be developing, which is good news for Durant, Smith, and Reagans. Right. They're it, they're they're not in a position anymore where they take a veteran guy like Ian Kennedy a few years ago and try to flip him. You yeah. had the trade deadline. You know, that's let's be honest. I mean, in 2021, I know Ian Kennedy had some saves, but you know, being part of that trade that brought Spencer Howard and a couple prospects, I know it, it doesn't look great now, but that was his biggest contribution to the to the 2021 Rangers. Yeah, um, they're not they're not doing that now. This is they want the best five starters, eight relievers, and best 13 position players they can get their hands on, and who they think are going to help the team win. And um, so it, it is. It is different. It's going back. Shoot, 
I don't know, 2016 is probably the last time we were in this position trying to figure out who was going to be on the roster because this team was was trying to win. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, to think about, I, I I just I just don't know. Well, that well, look that that covers a lot for the for the big league segment. Before we get Nathaniel Lowe on here, uh, Nate Nathaniel, I don't what, I've got a question for him about that. Of course, he doesn't really care. But uh, anything else you want to discuss? Uh, camp break Saturday. You coming back Saturday? Yeah, I'll be back uh, Saturday at some point. My wife has a, a wine club that night. I'm sorry, book club. No. Yeah, book club. She has wine club and book club. Okay. Book club is basically wine club, except they throw in a book. So she has she has one of them. And she wants me to get back in time to so we don't have to, you know, pay a babysitter or inconvenience a family member. Um so we'll we'll see. But as of right now, I'm I'm doing a land at nine o'clock. I'll be here for the, the game. Uh, which starts at noon and is always the fastest game of the spring, although they're going to have a hard time being an hour 54 uh, yesterday. But um, it's it's get on the field, get 27 outs, and get out of town. Um, but, you know, you hang around the last day because there will be some news and then um, see what happens. But uh, <clears throat> the end of spring, if you haven't already, if you're on the fence for whatever reason, it's time to sign up for Rangers today for five ninety nine a month, thirty five dollars six months, sixty dollars for a year. And we also have the founding member plan, which is two hundred dollars for a year, and it includes some stuff. Uh, you get if you have a small business, you get a one time uh, mention on our on our podcast. Uh, you get to come see a live shooting of the podcast. You never know who will show up to that. And then, you know, we might throw in something else like a coffee cup or Rangers Day coffee cup. You know, you look at John Moore's sweet headgear there. Uh, we've got Rangers Day ball caps now. So um, it's, uh, it's a good time to get signed up. It gets you all the way through. You know, if you sign up for the 60 or the 200, it gets you 12 months from the, the day you sign up to, the, you know, the, 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 next, the next year. And, then, hey, next year is a leap year, so you get an extra day. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Absolutely. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. And you guys need to sign up. Hey man, let me tell you what, and this, this coverage goes all the way down from the bus leagues to the top of the organization. That's Chris Young, president of baseball operations. The, the podcast has had people all the way in the bottom of the organization up through Chris Young. Also, uh, this is, this is your full Texas Ranger coverage. That's what this is about. We don't do a little Mav stuff on the side or a little Cowboy stuff on. This is Texas Ranger oriented. And if that's your gig and that's what you want and you want to get the best news out there on the Rangers, we seem to be the the guys to go to right now. I got to be honest with you. I mean, I think we are, you know, we we cover the minor league so well and um, we get access and we're, and we're cheaper than everybody out there. Exactly. So, you know, makes a lot of sense guys. All right. Well, listen, we're going to go to Nathaniel Lowe after this, after that, we're going to go down in the bus leagues. And when we do Jeff, I want to talk about some guys who might make their major league debut, but we'll have Nathaniel Lowe right after this. Rangers Today Spring Training coverage is brought to you by Premier Properties. Whether you're buying, selling, leasing, or have someone manage your real estate, Premier Properties is the place for you. They've been serving the DFW area for over 30 years, plus they manage my properties, so I should know. If you have any real estate needs, call them at 972-298-4000. That's 972-298-4000, or... 
Go to SWDallasRealty.com. That's SW, like Southwest, DallasRealty.com. That's Premier Properties, your Main Street Realtor. All right, guys, and joining us right now from Surprise, Arizona, is Texas Rangers first baseman, and he's a he's a uh, friend of the show. It's Nathaniel Lowe. Nate, what's going on, bud? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so last time you were on was uh, some point over the summer. I think it was July or August. You're in Seattle. Terrible internet connection. But then you were just Nate Lowe, Texas Rangers first baseman. Now you're Nate Lowe, American League Silver Slugger Award winner and player of the year and all this stuff. What what has it in the last year been like for you? Same guy, just some cooler titles, <laughs> some cooler superlatives, you know. Um, no, but it's been great. You know, like short game is still not where it needs to be. Uh, <laughs> not as good off the tee as I want, but you know, uh, extend a shout out to Callaway. Thanks, guys. I got that new driver coming in. If you want to give me the rest of my bag, it'd be great. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, it's good. It's um, yeah, it's shaping up at the right time. I, I like the way that the progression's going, and it's uh, it's time to play baseball. The one, the one damn time I don't wear my Callaway hat, it would have been perfect. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely perfect. I, I want I want on that Callaway sponsorship too. I'll take. We'll take any sponsorship actually yeah, right. here at, at Rangers today. Uh, so, how has your spring been? Spring's been good. You know, it's uh, it's nice to come back in with a a full like regular safe schedule. Um, you know, there's definitely periods where it feels like it's too long and it feels like, um, you know, it's it's just a get over the hump and get ready to go play. But, you know, that's the way spring training goes. Um, pace of the games has been pretty good. I think our staff is shaping up to be in a pretty good situation. Um, the position players are, you know, healthy knock on wood. Thank you um, for the time being. And, you know, we're, uh, we're getting real close to opening day. It's exciting. So uh, 2021, the, the story with you at spring was you took things really slow. You were taking pitches during games. Last year, spring training was shorter, so they asked you to step on the gas. Have, how, have you paced yourself any differently this spring, or is it more like 21? Um, sort of, kind of. You know, I, I was allowed to do a pretty good job to get on the backfield and see some of our uh, minor league arms when I needed to, and, you know, they were you know nice enough to let me in and, let me see some live pitches. Um, I didn't track a ton in the bullpens, even though I wanted to, because, you know, we're featuring some of the best stuff, right-handed and left-handed. So it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good time. It's, uh, I like to feel pretty good and it's, it's almost here. So what do you want to improve upon last year? I mean, you hit 300. You, you, I, know, I know a lot of, we can talk about the defense in a minute, but offensively, where's the room to grow? Um, I'd like to hit more doubles and I'd like to hit for more power, you know, and that's just, that's what comes from a good process and not trying to do too much. And, you know, I, I actually just saw a graphic that said, you know, my first two months were not that great. And then the last couple of months were a lot better. And it's going to be nice to, you know, hopefully jump into it on a hot streak start the season and see how long we can ride that out. Yeah. I remember last year I did a Rangers program story on you and you did start out pretty well, like those first two weeks and you went to a slump and you said, you're getting your teeth kicked in, but I mean, it's a long season. You, how do you, did you learn from that? Yes. Um, yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a hard stretch, you know, between, um, you know, getting moved in cause I hadn't stayed in the same house before as my first time being with the same team again, you know, and being on a major league team and yeah, it's, uh, definitely their ups and downs to the game. And it felt like that was a pretty heavy down, but that was something that I needed to go through, you know, because in order to get better, we have to learn and, you know, take your failures as learning points and figure out what to improve on. And I feel like it just redirected 
expected me to, to play the game in front of me instead of trying to do too much. So the, the, the defense, you wanted to get better. You talked about that the last time you were on. It wasn't so much the errors. It was the plays that you felt like you should have made that you weren't making. So how do you get better defensively? Um, you know, the game's going to be in a lot better rhythm this year. Um, with what we've done in-house, we've actually moved Tony Beasley from an outfield coordinator to an infield coordinator. And he and I have gotten on a really good routine uh, going out to get our work in early. And then Rags is still around helping players too. And, you know, now being comfortable next to both uh, Marcus and Corey, it's it's exciting. And then Josh is on the other side. And, and uh, with the pitch clock and with the new staff, the ball's going to be in play a lot more. I think we're just going to play faster defense, and that's going to be good for me. Yeah, I mean, when a, when a, when a game is slow and – pitchers are walking guys or whatever fielders can lose their rhythm yes. and there is such a thing as fielding rhythm yes yeah um the ball in play and count leverage is huge and i think that we're going to do a good job of getting ahead in the count and keeping the ball in play and you know maybe it's not the 2-0 line drive that you had to catch now it's the one two jam ball you know and and because you're on the offensive with your glove on you know you, you can kind of control the action a little bit and it'll be nice to put that into play so you were gone yesterday before the game ended, but hour fifty-four. Hour fifty-four. Is that it? Is that too fast, or are you okay with the way things are going? Spring training, nothing's too fast. <laughs> nothing's too fast. <laughs> hour fifty-four. Hour fifty-four in season's going to be weird. You know, I hope that we're on the right end of a couple hour fifty-fours because that means that we pitched really well. But that mm-hmm. also means that the other team probably pitched really well. So, you know, if it's a two-zero win. I guess that's fine. You know, yeah. I get in bed at a better time. I get to sleep a little bit better and that's how it goes. But yeah, for spring training, the, the pace has been fantastic. What, what's the sweet spot for you? Is there a sweet spot for you on, a, on, on how long a nine inning regular season game should take? Uh, no, two and a half, maybe as long as I'm involved, you know, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't necessarily feel like the game flew by and I like, didn't contribute and I didn't really play. That's so, you know, these hour and 54 minute games where where maybe you don't get a hit or you don't get on base or you don't get any plays in the field. It's like, well, you know, it's a team game. I guess it's a bit of a good reminder. It's a team game, but you know, you want to contribute every day. Do you like the defensively? Do you like the no shift? Yes, I actually really do. It's good. Um, This is the first time that I get to use a card to kind of go, figure out positioning stuff and see where I need to start and pay attention to that a little bit. But, you know, it's been a, it's been an adjustment period. I've noticed that I can't really socialize with the umpire <laughs> or with the first base coach. And that's okay. Cause that means that I'm playing and I'm involved in the game. So, you know, I don't want to be rude to those guys, but at, when that clock starts, it's time to start playing. That's part of your charm though. And they low charm talking, you know, the turtleneck and the mustache and sitting there and talking to the guys. Yeah, but maybe we charm them more with play than words. <laughs> That'd be ideal. All right. Uh, as you as you might recall uh, from the last time, uh, this is where John Moore kind of takes over. And this time, for this episode, since it's your second episode, we have some fan questions. Fan questions. And we know you yes. love some fans. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So uh, this guy's name is Tasty Brisket 10. Oh, I know his Tasty. name. All right. He said last year you had a bet with Brad Miller where he had to take batting practice in jeans. Any chance that's going to go this year? And what could be the bet? Um. So backstory was I had not hit a home run yet. And we had a long flight from Cleveland to Oakland. And yeah, it just kind of came out because I was feeling kind of off that day and said, you know what? Like it's, it's going to, 
kind of happen sooner or later. So if I hit a homer, you got to wear the jeans. And I did. And I'm pretty sure everything kind of like fell apart after that <laughs> team-wise. So, you know, after Brad took batting practice in blue jeans and then we wind up 40 games under 500, maybe let's not go with the blue jeans again this year. So I, I hate to disappoint Tasty, but I don't think blue jeans are coming back to the field. <laughs> okay, Ranger Source. Now, we know kind of your feeling, but we he, he apparently doesn't remember it. Do you prefer Nate or Nathaniel? They made a big deal last year, but he doesn't remember. You don't, you don't really care, do you? Not one bit. A lot of people call me Nate. A lot of people call me Nathaniel. It does not bother me one way or another. Nathaniel is on my roster because uh, it's official. And I, honestly, at one point, the MLB had listed me as David Natel, N-A-T-E-L. <laughs> I'm like, you know, man, I, I'm a, I get it. I don't have a lot of time, so I can't really talk back. But, you know, at least spell my name right. And then when my mom tweeted it two years ago, apparently that was a PR nightmare. So, yeah, I was kind of picking up the pieces. We kind of picking up the pieces of that for almost two years. But I, I have no preference. Hey, I, I know. I, I remember it was mom that, that said something about it. It had to be fun. Okay, Andrew Fegley. Hey, how has the chemistry changed in the clubhouse with the big signings? It's been cool. You know, uh, outside of signings, too, the staff has been great. Bringing in Boach and Will and probably a couple other names that I'm going to miss. Um, you know, they're guys that have won everywhere. So when they spend the money and bring those high-tier players in, too, it's like the expectation's there to win. And when you show up with a group that expects to win, you're going to get the most out of the culture. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see some players happy right now, you know. Um, the ebbs and flows of the season are going to change that attitude. And, you know, hopefully we can do a good job of staying meshed, but with where we're at right now, we're, we're in a pretty good spot. Okay, we got a, just a few more. Uh, this is depressed Mark Mathias, uh, truther. Has there been any dialogue about a possible extension? Extension talk. An extension. Uh, I'd rather not say. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather not say. Yeah, that's totally fine. No, that's – hey, we asked it. You said not right now to talk about it. We're good. Okay, Jeff Bates. This guy's been funny on there. He said, what's the story with the stash, man? What's the story with the mustache? Have you gotten a lot of that? Um, I get I get a lot of questions if it's going to stay during the season. But the story with the stash is it doesn't really grow all that thick around the rest of my face. And it definitely doesn't grow on my cheeks. So if there was any sort of facial hair that's going to work, um, it's going to be on my upper lip and not the top of my head. So, you know, I'll, I'll take it where I can get it. <laughs> I know what Are you mean. You have to shave every day. You have to shave every no, day. No, I, I shave probably once. I mean, I could shave once or twice a week, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm 48, and I the most I have to shave is every other day tops. Yeah, I, I think that's a blessing, though. I, you know, no, no offense to those guys that are super hairy. Like, <laughs> you grow a good beard, good for you. But I shaved yeah, this I, morning. I don't envy having to shave. I shaved yeah. this morning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, all right, and then last one from from the from the fans. Uh, Mike Garner wants to know: Are there any other positions you like to play? And then he said, "Say left field." I guess because the Rangers were kind of looking for left field. But any other positions? I know you were third baseman coming up. I like playing third. Yeah, third's awesome. Second is the dream, you know, because you get to turn <laughs> you get to turn double plays. You get to go out for relays. You don't have to throw it that far. But then when you get a chance, like you you sneak up on a second baseman with an arm, like you know. Uh, it's a pretty cool trait, but yeah, I, I'd love to play the outfield. It'd be fun, but I, I'm fine playing first base too. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. But, hey, we got those in. We appreciate it. A couple of more before we get you out of here, Nate. I know you're you're uh, busy uh, in spring and you're ready for it to, uh, to, to go. So I want to talk a little bit about some of your teammates uh, going into this. Who's the best dressed on the team? Hmm. Um, some days I'd say Adola, some days it's Brad Miller. Um, some days I'd like to take the title, but you know, it just kind of depends. I can tell you it's definitely not John King or Martine. Uh, you know, I'm not throwing them under the bus by any means. I'm not going to say they're poor dressers, but they're definitely not the best. Okay. <laughs> Martin, now, yeah, Martine, Martine has a little Latin flair. It's a, uh, you know, it's, it's something. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad you included yourself. I've seen you walk in that clubhouse looking a little sharp there sometimes. Thank I've you. seen that. Okay, who is, uh, who's the funniest guy on the team? Me. Yeah. That's who I would think. It's me. No, no. I've always said, people ask me that. If, if his English would translate, Adolis is so funny. Is he really? Uh, Adolis, or Spanish would translate to English. Adolis is hilarious, man. He... He cuts up on some of these guys, and he is ruthless, and it is it is really fun. <laughs> well, you know Will what? Smith we is have... sneaking up there, too, new guy. Yeah. Add him to the list. Um, yeah, there's some characters, man. We're going to have a good time. Well, you know, we've got, we've got a new uh, – Spanish portion of this that we're going to start having this year, and uh, so we'll get we'll get some uh, we'll get Adolis on there to, to talk some stuff with him. Uh, Joel, our producer, is bilingual. He's going to be doing some stuff. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be fun. Good. Hey, who's the prankster? Are you? I would think you again, but who is the biggest prankster? Um, Martin. Martin? Martin's the guy. Yeah. What's yeah, the- Martin's left some things here and there in my locker throughout the course of the year. That yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Pretty funny. Now, have, have you seen a funniest prank since you've been here, or maybe throughout your pro career anywhere? What's the funniest prank you've seen? Funniest prank I've seen. Um, you know, I don't have anything that I can share. I, I've, so, <laughs> I'll put it. I'll put it that way. This yeah, is. I've, I've seen some funny stuff, but yeah. Okay. I, I don't do Say we'll we'll talk off the we'll talk off the record. You can yeah, you can just when you get yeah. Let's say when you get a lot of guys that are eighteen and up in the same room, and you can you can come up with some yeah high testosterone high testosterone environments. The competition <laughs> and funny stuff comes out. It's uh, uh, yeah. I'll put it that way. Okay. All right. Let's just do two more before we get out of here. I don't want to keep you too long. Hey, is there anybody that's the toughest pitcher you face right now that you really like? Uh, is there one guy you're like God? He just seems to have my number. Um, I ask pitchers this too, is there a hitter? And, uh, but I, for you, it's a, is there a pitcher that you face right now? You're like, wow, this guy seems to have had my number a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. The guy that throws the guy that did the whole like arms up thing with the angels, Quijada. Uh, um, yeah, dude, uh, Jose Quijada, he'll, he will throw it off the backstop. I swear it's everybody else. And then I step in, and he turns into freaking Cy Young. It's like, it's like he can't miss the corner. You throw that fastball right over the top of the zone, and I like I I get in there to take one, and he throws one down the middle, and I'm like, all right, well this time I'm swinging no matter what, and he throws it over my head, and I'm like, dude, yeah, I, yeah I have not bought a hit with Quijada yet. Okay, we're not tagging the Angels in any of this because we don't want him to know that Good. that. So going into it, last one. Oh no, this he knows a- it. <laughs> this is a fun one. I always usually ask it the first time you're on, but we really had some technical difficulties 
difficulties last time. But it's a real fun when we get some great answers, and you'll love some of the answers we've gotten. It's what's something nobody knows about Nathaniel Lowe. Um, we've had some fun answers. Jack Leiter can't stand peanut butter. We've had uh, Blaine, uh, Blaine, who was it? Uh, Wenzel had his finger cut off. Um, yeah, there's some really weird ones. What's some? What's something nobody knows about Nathaniel Lowe? He played the upright bass in the jazz band. You played what? The upright? The upright bass in the jazz band. Yes, did, you, did. did you finger strum or did you do the? Uh, some of both. There was some, some, there was some, some plucking and some with a bow. All right, well, if we get one out there sometime, you're going to be able to – can you throw a song together or have you forgotten it I don't know. It's been so long since I've, like, seen one of those instruments. You know, I really don't know. An I just really try bass. Those. That is actually really cool. I wish I played an instrument. There we go. Jeff, anything else before we let him get out of here? No. I got to get to the clubhouse. He's got to get to the clubhouse. All right. Hey, that's Nathaniel Lowe. Nate, thanks so much for coming on. We'll see you back Monday. Uh, We'll be out there, and uh, you guys will be back in town. Have a good rest of the spring. We really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. See you in a couple days. All right, man. That's Nathaniel Lowe, right-handed uh, a first baseman for the Texas Rangers. When we come back, guys, we're going to the best <laughs> What do you say? <laughs> He's a right-handed thrower. <laughs> All right, He's guys. He's a right-hander. Uh, yeah, he does. All right. Coming back. See you, man. Thanks to Nate Lowe for joining us today. And now we're going to go down in the bus league, which is always fun. And, hey, speaking of going down in the bus leagues, Jeff, this is going to be pretty fun uh, because it sounds like we may be doing some sort of partnership with both the Frisco Rough Riders and the Round Rock Express. So uh, that, that fits in nicely with what we're about to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can come up with something. It'd be nice, you know, to to have have some partners. And since we do so much with the minor leagues, uh, it makes sense for a lot of us, and um, or for for all three of us. So I don't know. Let's see what happens. I'm you know I'm not a businessman, John, as as I, I've told you several times. So I might have to let you handle this. But um, yeah, you know, we'll see. Keep your fingers crossed. Okay. Well, listen. So. One thing I wanted to talk about this week and I thought would be fun to talk about is we're coming down. We've had people asking about roster decisions and what's going to happen, but major league debuts have always been huge to me. I love major league debuts. I I feel, especially since everyone that will make a major league debut probably this year are people you and I've met, talked to many times. So in a way for me, it's kind of like watching a family member or something make their major league debut. Let's talk about Major League debuts, who we think will make their Major League debut. And let's go from, first of all, like the most obvious. Who, who's somebody that you feel like there's no doubt this guy's probably going to make his Major League debut this year? Well, you know, um, you, you always start with the, the guys on the 40-man roster. Right. I just think that's, you know, they're, <laughs> they're, easy to, they're easy to bring up. They're easy to send down. Um, but I will go with a guy who is not on the 40-man roster, who I think is – is, is going to make his major league debut, and that's Chase Lee. Um, yep. uh, you know, the, the only the only player who's ever come to our studio, which is uh, a big ch- 
check mark for him, but uh, he had a he had a really good spring. Um, Mike Maddox has always liked pitchers who uh, are kind of a change of pace guy, and that's definitely what Chase is. He's not going to blow your doors off. He's got the funky delivery and pitches that move a bunch of different ways, and uh, he he's just but he throws a lot of strikes. And I think last year, you know, he started off so well at Frisco went to triple A and had some hiccups, but then was really, really good. And was the, the minor league uh, reliever of the year for the Rangers. So I'm going to go with Chase Lee as the guy who I just think is no doubt in my mind, going to make his major league debut. Well, and, and I would say most likely for me is Chase Lee. Also, I think that's just somebody sitting on the edge right there that they're, they're looking at hard at somebody that, that could come up here. They kept him in minor league camp. That's another telling tale. Some some of these guys that stuck around in minor or, or in, sorry big league camp he stuck yeah. around in big league camp up until they kind of just sent everyone down at the end there. I've got right. one that I think has got a real possibility. Um, he's he's a longer shot, obviously, but they took a long hard look at him, and if things open up, I could really see it, and that's Mark Church. Sure, you know uh, 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 another friend of the show. He was on here recently this spring. Um, you know, he, he really does need to pitch, though, at double A because he, sure. he, he got called up last year. Uh, the numbers weren't great, but he was really, really good this spring. And he, he impressed uh, Bruce Bochy uh, for sure. Um, young guy, throws hard, wipeout slider. Uh, he's working on a split finger that he, he's uh, talked to Nathan Avaldi about. Uh, a guy who wants to learn young, a young, young fresh arm. You know, he, he didn't pitch a lot in high school, he told us, so. Um, it's it's an exciting guy, and I think he turns. I think his birthday's on opening day, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think he turned 22, so he's young, and you know he will be in Frisco again. But and, and another thing about him is he's Rule Five eligible after this season. So he'll so be on it. If you know you're going to protect him and you need him at some point in the season, just add him to the 40 man uh, in, in season, and it takes care of that. And that's my point with him. He's a guy that if there's somebody that struggles, maybe someone that's in their late 20s that's been with the club a little bit, I'm not going to name names, but there are some names out there that will be on this club, and they feel like they could go to church, I could see a DFA happening with somebody and get him in here, like you said, later in the year, especially if he's having some success. At AA, he might be a quick promo to AAA if he's doing pretty good before the halfway in the season uh, because he has been in big league camp uh, and, and done well. Now, there's an obvious one because he's on the 40-man. I think everyone thought last year he was going to make his major league debut. Um, he looks a little better this year, but obviously that's Cole Wynn, and uh, he's an easy call-up because he's on the 40-man. He's at AAA. He just needs to get the ship right in AAA, and he's he's easily could be one. He, he, did, he did well in, in spring, uh, the limited opportunities he had in Cactus League games. He threw a lot of strikes, and that was the that was the deal last year that really that really bit him. Uh, he seems confident. Um, you know, if I if I played golf as well as Colwyn did, I would be confident about everything in life. And right. he, you know, he we we had a conversation with him, and he, he played he had played the day before or something like that. I think it was an off day. And you're like, well, what was what was your average drive? You think yesterday? He goes, oh, I don't know, about three fifty five. Three fifty five. I mean, he, he, he's a really good player. Uh, but anyway, he's a good pitcher, too. And I know everybody got turned off by last year, especially the industry publications. But the stuff is still there. And uh, I, I think that he's only going to grow from from what he experienced last year and the things he did this offseason. So, uh, sure, I mean, he makes a lot of sense. It you know it depends on how 
honestly, the, the bullpen shakes out if Reagans and Dunning are in it. And then if, uh, if Glenn Otto is injured and can't start the season, they need a starter. It could, it could be, you know, and, and so, uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But, um, I, I think, uh, another guy who has a chance, um, especially if, if there's a position that's, if the, if the Rangers need some runs, if, if they're not hitting, I, I think, I think Justin Foscue has a, has a chance also. He'll be yeah. a AAA. Um, he's another guy like Church who will be Rule 5 eligible after this year. He's an obvious ad. Um, he's had a really good spring. I think he has three homers in Cactus League games. Um, doesn't strike out a lot, makes a ton of contact. Uh, he, he played a pretty capable second base yesterday in the, the game against the White Sox. And then, um, you know, a DH type of guy, you know, and um, just come up and let him hit because the guy's going to hit. Same thing with Blaine Krim. I think Blaine Krim's a guy who's a hitter. Um, right. And, you know, the Rangers aren't deep at first base. Something were to happen to Nathaniel where he could only DH, let's say, um, Blaine Krim could be the guy uh, who, who could make it his debut this year too. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And when you start getting into position players, uh, as far as, as guys that, that, that have a chance, Foscu jumps out immediately as somebody that could do that. Um, I, you know, another name that, that that's kind of a longer shot back there, you know, is is in the outfield, uh, maybe someone like a, a Dustin Harris or maybe even a, an, an Evan Carter who needs more time at double-A. He ended the season there. But let's just say those guys yeah. start tearing up double-A and triple-A, and that left-field position isn't secured by Grossman, who seems to be uh, the leader in the clubhouse right now to, to, to start opening day out there. Yeah, I think – I think I mean, Grossman's going to be an everyday player, it seems like. It sure um, seems it. I, I think I think you know there there is an opportunity in center field. I think if Tavares <laughs> struggles, if, if Bubba Thompson were to struggle, you know where where do you go at that point? You know is Travis Jankowski going to be in the organization? Is um um is are they comfortable with Josh Smith enough to to do that? So um, there's been rumors there's, about there's a chance there. I think too. There's been some talk about Acuna. Uh, uh, moving out and maybe playing a little center field. I don't know. We got yeah, Ezekiel Duran also. Yeah, but Duran's already made his big league debut. He doesn't count. Say that again, John. I, I said Duran's already made his big league debut, so he doesn't count. Right, right. In this no, now Duran. We'll, we'll know this time next week who's making the team or not. But um, he's got a shot. Well, listen, guys. Uh, look, this was. The, the, there's not. A, is there anything else we want to get to? This has been kind of short, but there's not a lot. Season's going to kick off next year for AAA, and then everyone starts the week after that. There's, there's going to be yeah. some fun. There's going to be some fun bus league stuff here in the next couple of weeks. When we yeah, next started. week we can really dive in, into the, into the minor league stuff for the week after that when the other three affiliates get started. Well, rosters uh, will be set. Maybe, maybe we can do a minor league preview show or something. Absolutely, because uh, rosters will be done. Right? They'll have that's, right. that's right. We'll know. We'll know everything. Um, that's always fun to, to dissect. So, absolutely, that'll be fun. And guys, look on the YouTube channel because we are separating this portion right here off the main the main one. If you ever just want to go see the Down in the Bus League segment, it's going to have its own channel on the YouTube. You can go in there and just look. And we've started at the last three or four episodes, and we'll do this one too. It's just called Down in the Bus Leagues, and it's just going to be this segment right here. Um, but uh, is that it? That's it. 
Okay. Big thanks to Nate Lowe for stopping down and, and talking with us today. We always love when Nate comes on. He's always fun to talk to when we're around the clubhouse. Um, Jeff, you're heading back Saturday. Rosters, like we talked about, probably won't be set uh, yep. by then, and it'll probably come up too. But we'll, we'll probably have a little bit. We'll, we'll, next roster, roster predictions will probably be pretty safe bets <laughs> coming out after that. But uh, anything else before we lock it down? Nope. Just uh, temper the regular season. Absolutely. Big thanks again to Premier Properties. Talked about them earlier. Uh, Big thanks to them. But, guys, until next time, we'll see you at the yard. Roxo Media House.